0: Welcome to episode 125 of In the Kitchen with Mary Mac. Since this is our fifth anniversary, we are having a sale at merrimackpodcast.com. Use promo code POD5, that's P-O-D-F-I-V-E, for free shipping through the month of January. That's code POD5 on merrimackpodcast.com. Hello
1: and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mac. Today we're going to tackle the Mississippi mud pie. This is an interesting recipe and according to the New York Times there are hundreds and hundreds of recipes for Mississippi mud pie but they all had to come from somewhere so this is what I would call the foundational Mississippi mud pie recipe. Now, the reason that I thought this would be a good recipe to do just kind of popped onto my radar. I was reading a food blog, and the blogger mentioned this argument that was ongoing on a particular um, cooking blog, and it was, is the Mississippi mud pie a pie or a cake? And I thought, That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I can't believe people are arguing about this and people were literally arguing about it. So I was thinking back to when I was a little kid, we used to have a lot of church potluck dinners and this was a classic dessert that was brought and there was one um, particular woman that used to make this and it was a very, okay, even as a little kid, I realized that this recipe was really, really sweet. (laughs) You know, I mean, even for a little kid, I'd be like, oh, you don't want to get a big piece of that because it's very sweet. So the Mississippi mud pie is not a cake and it's not a pie. It's a dessert. It's called a Mississippi mud pie because it resembles the gloppy mud that you find around the Mississippi river. And that's how it got its name because the base of it is a Well, it's basically a brownie base, okay? For the, this is, I'm talking the original Mississippi mud pie. So the base of it is a very rich, deep chocolate brownie with a lot of chopped pecans in it. And then it has a layer of marshmallows and marshmallow cream on it. And then it has chocolate icing on top. So you're supposed to serve it warm. And of course, you know, when you, cut it and serve it warm, it all slides all over the place. And it's all gloppy and icky and sticky, just like the mud around the Mississippi River. (laughs) So that's where it gets its name. It's reminiscent of that. So think about, you know, little kids making mud pies. So therefore, I can say to you that a Mississippi mud pie is not a pie. And it is not a cake. It is a dessert. And the name of the dessert is Mississippi mud pie. In my research this week, I saw things that I would never have called this particular name being called a Mississippi mud pie. One of them is what we call in our family that chocolate dessert. (laughs) And it's basically, it's a dessert that has a mixture for the base that's like nuts mixed with sugar and stuff and baked. And then it has a layer of, let me think, how does it go? chocolate pudding.
0: Yeah, it's chocolate pudding. And then it and has then a layer like of cool whip or something like cool that whip mixed with cream cheese, and then nuts sprinkled on top. Sometimes it's also made with banana pudding instead of chocolate. I've never had it with banana pudding. Oh, the banana pudding one is great. Oh, I've
1: never had that one. But this, that's what they're saying is a Mississippi mud pie. So I can say that I would not call that a Mississippi mud pie. That I just call no that way
0: resembles a mud pie at no, all.
1: It's too neat and fancy and That in our family is called that chocolate dessert, which is, if we do that on this podcast, that is the name I shall use for it. And that is what it shall be called. So that is what I call it. Now, I've also seen a lot of technical Mississippi mud pies that are made in a pie pan and people like to use an Oreo crust and they put a a deep chocolate pudding in it. Some of them use chocolate mousse as well. And then they put a whipped cream topping on them. So they've really tried to fancy this recipe up. But the whole point of a Mississippi mud pie is it's supposed to look like a mess, okay? (laughs) Now once they cool and you cut them, they actually hold their shape pretty well. Although the the, uh, marshmallow cream will eventually kind of like run down the sides. You know, think about it. That's why it's called a Mississippi mud pie because it's supposed to be this kind of messy, goopy gloppy thing, you know, and kind of look like uh, dirt and mud together and, and whatever. So that's, that's the thing. So even though literally, if you look up a recipe for Mississippi mud pie, every single one of them is different. There are no two alike. And there are, I got tired of looking at them. I looked at, I probably looked at close to 100 recipes, and I couldn't look at them anymore. I'm like, this is nuts. It is a delicious dessert. If you're craving sugar and something sweet, oh baby, this is the thing for you.
0: If you like a good crunchy nutty brownie, yes. If you want to keep your local dentist practice in <laughs> in business, this is the dessert for you. Listen, when I made it, when I made it, while it was still warm,
1: I cut it and and served my husband and myself. We each had a piece of it, and I I probably made like a about a two by three slice of it. And that was way too big for us. It was way too big, but it's so good. Like if you had a nice strong cup of coffee with it or a big glass of cold milk or even a scoop of vanilla ice cream with it to offset it a little bit, it would be very helpful. It is a really, this is a simple, fairly simple dessert. It's a little bit of labor to make it, but it's simple. It's, it's a a brownie with stuff on top of it. So I'm going to give you the recipe. And if you don't want to make the whole Mississippi mud pie, the brownie itself is really good. So, you can just make the brownie and quit there. But this is a good dessert. It's a this is a nice dessert to take to something if you were going to something and um wanted to bring something that was like classic and good and it's this really does serve a lot of people because you just take a very small piece. So, it it's very tasty and very good and it's also you could go in and with armed with the information of what a Mississippi mud pie actually is, you know. So I'm going to say that this, this particular recipe is indicative of what the foundational recipe for a Mississippi mud pie would be. The mud pie itself, the Mississippi mud pie itself, comes from Mississippi, the state of Mississippi, and the area it comes from is uh, the city of Vicksburg, Greenville, those little cities that are, well, they're not little, but those cities that are right on the Mississippi River are well known for this dessert. It's, it, this is an old recipe also. I want to say the one I'm going to give you today is, was popular in the 1960s and 70s. The original recipe is probably from, it probably dates from the early 1900s in like diners and uh, restaurants in the area. There's a family that owns a restaurant in Vicksburg that's called Rowdy's Family Restaurant, and they got together with their family and were talking and could remember the grandmother making this in the early 1900s, and they still use the same recipe. So if you ever feel like going and finding the, the uh, quintessential Mississippi mud pie, you'll have to go to Vicksburg, Mississippi. It's right on the Mississippi River and you'll go to Rowdy's Family Restaurant and you can find that. You can look up Rowdy's. They have a website and they also ship Mississippi Mud Pies out. So that should tell you that it does not have cream cheese in it, nor does it have whipped cream. So here's the recipe we're going to go into here. I'll give you, I'm going to break it down to the brownie part of it and then the icing part of it. So I'll kind of give you an ingredients list. And then as we go along, I'll, you know, go through the recipe. So you will need for the brownie, one cup of soft butter, two cups of sugar, a half cup of cocoa, four eggs, one teaspoon of vanilla, one and a half cups of flour, one and a half teaspoons of baking powder, a half teaspoon of salt, And one and a half cups of coarsely chopped pecans. For the icing, you'll need a half a cup of soft butter, a teaspoon of vanilla, a third cup of cocoa, one pound of powdered sugar, three tablespoons or a little more of milk. And then you'll also need a bag of mini marshmallows and a 16 ounce can of marshmallow fluff. So if you like, pecans, chocolate, marshmallows, marshmallow fluff, and chocolate icing. This is the recipe for you. Okay, so for the brownie, you're going to grease a 9x13 pan. You can either use a regular cake pan. I used my air bake pan. Or you can use a 9x13 glass baking dish. If you use a clear one, you can kind of see through it a little bit, so that might be cool. Okay, so you're going to grease that. Preheat your oven to 350. This is a good tip here I'm going to give you in this recipe. You're going to mix your one cup of soft butter with two cups of sugar and a half cup of cocoa. And a real easy way to get your cocoa to blend in quickly and easily and not create a cocoa dust cloud is to take your cocoa and mix it with your sugar first using a whisk very slowly. Mix the cocoa and the sugar and then Blend the sugar-cocoa mixture with the soft butter, and it stirs up so easy. What a great trick. This lady had it in her video. By the way, this particular recipe, sort of, comes from Phyllis Stokes, who I found on YouTube. She had a very nice recipe and instructional guide on assembling the Mississippi mud pie. And this is pretty much... This isn't exactly her recipe; it's it's uh, kind of my recipe, but this is her technique. So I wanted to give her credit in this as we go along. So you mix your soft butter, your sugar, and your cocoa. Once that's blended, you are going to mix your four eggs one at a time. Beat those in. You can either you can use a mixer. You usually don't use a mixer on brownies, but you can use a mixer on this if you like, or you can just use a spoon. So add four large eggs one at a time and a teaspoon of vanilla. Mix that up really well. Then you're going to add your one and a half cups of flour, your one and a half teaspoon of baking powder, and your half teaspoon of salt that have been mixed together. Add those into your wet mixture and mix them well. And then add one and a half cups of coarsely chopped pecans. Pecans, pecans. I never say it right or the same anytime I say it.
0: I think this is one of those things though, like it depends on what you're using it in. So you would say like pecan pie, but if you're making a, like your muffin mix, I think you call it the pecan. I'm flipping
1: back and forth. I've already listened
0: to myself say it different twice. (laughs) At (laughs) least twice. Yeah. In this episode. So this seems like a lot, but this is
1: integral because what you're trying to do, what you're trying to create here is the river bottom. Okay. So just don't cheap out on the pecans, okay? The ratio of pecans to the brownie are are huge. Usually, when you make a brownie of this size, you put like a half a cup of chopped nuts in it. But you're making a river bottom; you want to have that gravel in there. <laughs> so, I, I honestly, I read this that that's the that's what it is. The pecans are there to be like gravel. But also remember, in the South, a key ingredient to most desserts is pecans. Okay, this is, you can tell this is a southern recipe because you got your butter. You got a lot of butter, a lot of eggs, marshmallows, huge. So here we go. This is a very dense mixture. So you're going to spackle this into your pan, flop it in. Honest to goodness, I flopped it in there and then I tried to spread it out and it was like rolling up with my spoon. So
0: <laughs> this is just like the brownie we did last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just plop it into the pan. There's no pouring, no pouring here. So I, so put it in your pan and spread it out. Get
1: it as flat as you can. And you're going to put this in your 350 degrees preheated oven for 30 minutes. Okay. Don't worry about, you know, you can't test a brownie if it's done. They, you just can't, you can kind of tell it'll pull away a little bit from the edges and it'll be, you know, but 30 minutes is good. Okay. Now, while your brownie is in the oven, You want to prep your other stuff. You want to have things ready. Okay, so this is what I did. I made my icing while my brownie was in the oven and I did that in the last 10 minutes of baking. So I got all my ingredients ready and when it was about 10 minutes left to go, I started making my icing because you want your icing to stay warm so that it pours. This icing is very, very similar to what we did uh, several episodes ago. We did a Smith Island cake recipe, and it's a poured icing. That's what this is. So on your stovetop, what I did was I put my burner on warm or low, if you have that setting, just enough to just keep it warm. You're not cooking anything here, okay? And you're going to use a half a cup of butter, put it in your pan on the warm burner, And then add a teaspoon of vanilla, third cup of cocoa, one pound of powdered sugar. And I did that same trick. I mixed the third cup of cocoa with the powdered sugar. It was really nice. So put that in your pan and stir that up and mix it till it starts to get blended. And then take your beaters and put in a teaspoon of milk at a time and just start beating it until you get an icing that is... This icing is beautiful. It gets real nice and shiny. And when you pick up the beaters, it should drip off of them. Not like runny, poury, but it will it will pour. You don't want it thick like regular icing. You want it to be like when you tip the pan, it moves in there. Okay. And if it has to sit there a little bit while you're working on your brownie, give it a stir every once in a while. But that's it for the icing. Very simple. If you need a little bit more milk to make it a little bit more pourable, that's fine. You can do that. You want it to be the consistency
0: of a thick... Like a thick pancake batter? Yeah, that's a good... I couldn't think of a a thick pouring thing, but yeah, that's good. Well, I just made pancakes like half an hour ago, so it was on the brain. Perfect.
1: Yeah, like a thick pancake batter. So now your icing is done. Just have it sitting there ready. When your uh, brownie... When the timer goes off and your brownie's done, bring it out and set it up on your stove. We're using the stove for a work surface here. hope nobody minds. Then you're going to take your marshmallow cream, scoop it out in like I I used a serving spoon and I was took a scoop, plopped it onto the cake and I plopped it all around. So it was kind of spread out a little bit, but you know, so I could move it. So plop out all your (laughs) plop out all your marshmallow cream. And then very carefully, because you don't want to smush your brownie down So very carefully start moving that around to kind of flatten it out. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to cover perfect like icing, but you just want to move it around. And the warm brownie will help that. Just, you know, take your time and move it. Move it all around till it's all smeared around there, kind of flat. Then take your bag of mini marshmallows and put about half of that bag of mini marshmallows on top of the already marshmallow creamed, base of your Mississippi mud pie. Once you get all of those marshmallows on there, set it back in the the stove. You will have turned the oven off, okay? So turn your oven off when the brownie's done, but set it in the oven for about two minutes. You just want to warm those little marshmallows up a little bit, okay? Then... Very carefully take it back out, set it up on the stove, and pour your icing over the whole top of it as evenly as you can. You can take a spoon, the back of a spoon, and spread it out a little bit. But you want your icing to pretty much cover all of the mini marshmallows. This is not as hard as it sounds. But you can do it. I know you can do it. So spread your icing out on top of there and then set it back into the oven again for about five minutes and let the icing kind of melt around a little bit more and it kind of softens up the marshmallows a little bit more and then take it out and put it on a cooling rack for about 10 or 15 minutes and if you want to serve this warm like this okay it's real messy to get out of the pan but I'm going to tell you if you want to do this and serve it warm oh man just crush it but if you want to take it somewhere, just let it sit on your cooling rack and cool. When it's nice and cool, put your lid on it and take it out to the party. It travels really well. And you you can cut this about the size of a brownie or you can cut it about the size of two brownies, however you want to serve it. And I'm telling you, if you're having a bad day and you really need something over the top, chocolatey and sweet to recover, this is your medicine right here. This is it. This uh, this brought back so many memories of my elementary age childhood. <laughs> when I was eating, I remember it because it's so sticky and you know, you eat it you're like, oh my goodness. But it was very, very good. It's a different recipe. Like I'm sure if you take this somewhere, you, people will be thrilled with it because this was a hard recipe to find. It is very hard to find the original Mississippi mud pie recipe. I have probably a hundred or more cookbooks and I searched through most of the ones that I thought would have it. None of them had it. The only one that had a recipe that's almost this recipe was an old family circle cookbook. And in their version, you make the cake part just exactly like mine is. And then you put candy bars all over the top and let them melt and spread them around. And that's your icing. There's no marshmallows on it. But the, this is it. This is the foundational recipe for a Mississippi mud pie. The recipe that started it all, this is just about it. This is, this is probably about as close as you'll get to the, to the core recipe of the Mississippi mud pie dispute. <laughs> and once again, no, it's not a pie. And no, it's not a cake. It's a brownie with marshmallows on top and chocolate icing. It is a dessert.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things. Like, I didn't have an opinion one way or the other because I had never seen one. And then when I saw it, I said, well, why would anyone think this was a cake? It's clearly not a pie. (laughs) What it looks like to me is a s'mores on steroids. <laughs> yeah, s'mores on steroids. That's so it's, good. It's it's a dessert. There are so many more kinds of desserts than just cakes and pies. Yes. So this is definitely, this is uh, uh,
1: the Mississippi mud pie, courtesy of Phyllis Stokes' YouTube video that reminded me of what you were supposed to do. And courtesy of a disgruntled food blogger <laughs> who was trying to win an argument and everyone lost except for me because I am the one with the correct information.
0: Sponsored by the concept of sugar. <laughs> Sponsored by marshmallow cream. Oh,
1: Yeah, if you get a chance, I mean, this. I, I, if, if you even just want to try this recipe, I would definitely take it to someone else's house. <laughs> Make it and take it. So there you go. The Mississippi mud pie
0: from the 1960s and 70s. Enjoy. And make sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse, on Twitter at Mary Mac Podcast and Mobile Mary Mac, and on our website, merrimackpodcast.com. And don't forget, we are having that sale uh, for January to celebrate our fifth anniversary. Just use the code POD5 at checkout for free shipping. Thanks a lot for listening if you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you.